So, so Courtney and Elis just got back from Anime Fest. And boy, are our arms tired. Yeah. There were so many amazing JoJo cosplayers. There and, were a lot. Um, I did my best to photograph at least a few of them and put them on our, our official Twitter account. And then I put a few more on my Twitter account. Was it mostly part four cosplayers? No. no. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> no, the it gamut. Was a lot. Yeah. Um, I, so I spent the whole first day um, waiting in line for Sayo Yamamoto and Mitsuru Kubo's signatures, which I did not get. The Yuri on Ice Cream. Technically, like technically cream the cream. second day. Well, the first day that I was there. Yeah. yeah. It was a um, four-day anime yeah. convention. This was, thing was intense. Yeah. There was a lot of part four. I guess there were like there was like no part two. Yeah, um, as usual. Yeah, why right? does Battle Tendency or always one. get the shaft? I feel like I saw some. Did I? I must have seen like a Dio or two. There's, but that could theoretically have been I from saw part season three. three Dio. Yeah, I doubt. Yeah, there were a bunch of Jotaro's. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of daddy. Well, I mean, generally yeah. speaking, JoJo gets better over time. Like, with yeah, a, you know, I so. saw some really good uh, Jolene and Hermeses. Cool, like really? a couple cool. of them. Yeah, nice. I would not have recognized them. Yeah, so. yeah, you haven't read yeah. that arc. Yeah. Um, well, uh, they also, were really cute. So, no, my fan art that I found. I mean, Darius, I, t- I texted you pictures of yeah. most of it. Or it's like if it were up to me, I would have flown home with the ability to wallpaper our entire office with beautiful fan arts of of Kira and. And heart attack. There was some or, really good, yeah, Queen. and Killer yeah. Queen. There was some really good Kira Killer Queen. Yeah, there's Holy a lot of good shit! Yeah. Stuff. Holy yeah. shit! I had no idea that so ma- there were so many different ways to draw my favorite, like horrible, horrible villain. You know what's fucked up is the fact that he like walks around with a severed woman's hand and <laughs> yeah. uses it to like touch his food before he buys it. Yeah, yeah, that's and then, also fucked yeah, up. Was, Speaking of severed hands. Yeah. yeah, let's get back on this. Episode. Battle tendency. And battle tendency. <laughs> yeah, welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. It's a podcast. Well, We're right. on it. We yes. talk about okay. JoJo. JoJo stuff. Yeah. The podcast. I'm Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazami. We nominally have our shit together. Nominally. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we put in a secret message in the outro. You chivalrous bastard. You chivalrous bastard. That chivalrous bastard. That chivalrous Damn bastard. it. I never get that right. It's all well, right. That's why neither of you won the contest. It's that's true. very true. We didn't. Um, but many people did. And as of the time this airs, if you are the kind of person who does not listen to our credits and outro and our, our specially recorded little messages that we are with our weird little jokes that we put in pretty we, much. We put our heart and soul into them. Every time and that we fuck up multiple times when we record. <laughs> You're missing out because we actually put in a little secret message a couple weeks ago on one and asked people to tweet us a special message on our Twitter account. And... A, a surprising number of people did. How many? Around. It was like a dozen people. Nice. Which was like job, a dozen everyone. more than I was expecting. <laughs> and so, yeah, keep an eye on your physical mailboxes because I have sent those all out to you now. Spoilers. It's just little things. It's not like big things. Except, Except the very first person it is a big thing. You are getting you're getting a special surprise. That's our contest. That's our first official awesome. fan yeah. contest. Yay. That's what oh, that was and about. And thank yeah. you, Courtney, for doing all the logistics yeah, for with that. Together. Oh, yeah. No, and like it was, it's really great. I really like talking to everybody. Everyone Yay. was so nice and cool. And it was also really fun because people would sometimes forget to tell me their like mail address name. to, And I'd be like, so should I just 
address this to like Fujoshi sixty yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, like your like ridiculous Twitter handles, and people are like, oh yeah, smoke weed every day. Yeah, with Do four twenty. Yeah, and also sometimes people will be like, yeah, no, that's fine, that yeah. works. And so yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> I want your mailman relationship. <laughs> So now let's actually talk about the episode. So Welcome to horniness. Oh my God. This <laughs> <laughs> is so nice because I really horniness like Horniness is back. It's good again. I know. It's like it's such a nice it's like we were like we wrapped all that shit up with like I don't even Some bad shit. It was some bad I shit. I mean we had some good stuff in yeah. the like I mean, you know, them putting the wedding ring of death r- wedding ring of death on yeah. uh, on Joseph. But also we can like forget about Mark now. Yeah, yeah fuck Mark, Mark. Mark sucks and is gone forever. We never hear about him again. He's not important. But yeah, what is important is like Joseph and Caesar's little like mini vacation to Venice. Yes. Yeah, I love I love when Joseph's just like, is this some kind of tourist town? Like, Where are you taking me, Caesar? He's like, like he's from England, and he's like apparently What's never Venice? heard of Venice. Look, they didn't have the internet back then. Yeah, it, or <laughs> how maps. would you know? Yeah, or people who talk to you. How would you know? <laughs> I'm just well, but he does say eventually he's like, I never really paid attention in school. Oh, that's right. He skipped class a lot. Yeah, yeah. because he's the worst student in Ravenclaw. Yeah, this has been proven. <laughs> So yeah, I just I love how very poorly educated this dude is about just basic concepts of geography or the existence of women. Yeah. Or oh anything. my god, he his women <laughs> stuff just gets worse and worse. So yeah, I, but like Caesar's like, look, man, we have about the same level of raw skill, but you suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just yes. But he's like trying to help now. Like he's on his he's well, on Caesar team Joseph. Is pissed because because Joseph seems outwardly not to be taking it seriously that he has like thirty three days to live but joseph as we learn from inside his head he actually is just really worried about like bringing the mood down and like making everyone stress as stressed as he is so we get like that very well-worn anime trope at this point of like oh there's a masked character yeah oh it's a woman ah Yeah, yeah though in the in the manga she like she calls out to joseph and she's like you on the left i don't like your face i want to beat you up which sounds like a Joseph thing. Yeah, which I am am, is, amused me because um, he still thought she was a man. So I imagine her like lowering her register dramatically. Or maybe she just has one of those really great- Well, she really does great, have a low voice. She has like this really great like uh, femme shep Jennifer Hale yeah. voices. Yes, Which yes. I'm super into. <laughs> that's, that's canon now. This episode has bonkers reaction shots that are beautiful. God, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is just, a really gorgeous episode. We just get so many reaction shots with like these brilliant rainbow palettes, and uh, uh, it's just it's stunning. Yeah, this is this is like a really good example of when I say like I would print out Battle Tendency and paper my walls with it. Like that's what I'm talking about. Right. Well, and we got um, so this is maybe a little bit of an aside, but the fine folks at Viz Media sent us yeah. uh, copies of the new uh, JoJo's Part One and Two Blu-ray collection. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you so much. And because we're spoiled. Because we're spoiled. And it comes with a key animation book, which also has some commentary from the director. And uh, And he was actually saying that for this episode and the next episode, they had some of his favorite animation directors on it, which I believe because the animation is awesome. Yeah, it's like flawless. This is a Blu-ray that is is really beautifully done and put together. It's also... You also just get to notice cool things about textures and stuff that just it's hard to tell if they just don't come through on a stream or if, if they it's just or if they it. or if they just well, like they fixed, did a lot they of, did a lot of fix, yeah. fixes at least on Phantom Blood. I haven't so cuz I was traveling last week I haven't had a chance to really dig into my Jojo Blu-ray and then this morning when I was watching these episodes I just forgot it existed. <laughs> they completely re- redrew like 
half of Phantom Blood. So like yeah. all the shit, like the first two episodes, which just look like no, somebody pooped them me. out. I'm yeah. so excited to it's, go rewatch Phantom They're gonna Phantom look Blood. good. By the I'm way, very it's Jonathan is hot apparently. Yeah, like apparently, who knew? Apparently they fixed Dio's weird fucked up elf face. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm so it's, excited. It's also, it's also uncensored, <laughs> yep. which we'll get into later. In a little but, bit. Oh my God. But yeah. Gross. Do every, you think every that time... the carotid is even gross, is even springier and more pleasant? Well. And warmer? I don't know. But yeah, so, uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah. so yeah, so the, the Blu-ray is just even more beautiful in terms of these reaction shots and stuff. And it's just, it's just a gorgeous episode and, and it really does bring out like a rainbow themed thing between Caesar's bubbles and all the other stuff. Um, uh, and it, and that really does come through, uh, I, I think in this yeah. episode more so than any up to this point. Turns out masked man is not a man. It's Caesar's sensei whose name is Lisa Lisa. Lisa Lisa is is a musical reference. Nobody shockingly. knows her real name. Yeah, nobody knows nobody knows Lisa Lisa's real name, but um Lisa Lisa the namesake is from uh it's a little bit of a departure actually. This is the first not rock music uh artist That's that we point. see that we see referenced. Huh. Uh Lisa Lisa uh was part of the Latin <clears throat> music slash hip hop slash dance fusion genre called freestyle. I didn't even know this. Um, I'm learning so much today. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, awesome. it, was, it, was, it was mostly Miami and then like New York, Puerto Rican uh, uh, folks. It's actually worth like looking up Lisa Lisa music videos because mm-hmm. she was this incredible, I mean, she's still alive, but at the time, like she was a um, just this like fashion icon, like incredible outfits. Her music videos are just like an aesthetic like explosion. It's really good. So that makes sense as to why Iraqi would choose her. Yeah. The whole thing with her appearance and like she's in this really interesting sort of gender bendy like pants suit outfit with this really wild detailed mask. We never see any of that again. Right. It's similar to like Caesar's introductory outfit, which uh, the one where he is wearing a bow tie and (laughs) And like a collarless shirt and the top top hat. hat. Yeah. Gone. And like all this crap that we never see again. (laughs) And it's like, I don't, Courtney, I think you said it in some episode from the first season like Araki has so many outfits like he like in his mind that he can just like throw away these yeah crazy ensembles on like one scene and we never see them again some other another blu-ray thing it comes with these art cards and it has multiple outfits like like portraits i'm of so the, excited of the jojos in different yeah of their, of their gonna, alternate yeah. outfits. my favorite Go my favorite open it my favorite dio outfit gets an art card that the, that d- when he, when he, the, the fucking the feathers that when you said yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah feather, when he gets bit by the by the feather vampire cape, yeah. Feather yeah. Cape. feather cape one off toss off like dio which when yeah. he's carrying never a bottle get a, of booze so we'll, we'll frame never that get a statue we'll never get anything because it's just like forgettable one scene Dio, but like I'm like, yay! Now I now I desperately want that as a statue. It's so good. Fuck! Why it's did you put so it in good. my mind? We can, well, let's tear down a Confederate monument and it put up Dio. In the, put up Dio oh in the God. feather. That's what we should Dio do. Is, Dio is le- is actually less problematic. <laughs> yeah. he is. Other things about Lisa Lisa, she is drawn. She's drawn like a couple things. One, she's actually drawn like Strazo. Mm-hmm. Um, she got that same side swept hair. She got the scarf. She's which you know, she's, she's a beautiful. hair on master, so yeah, like, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but well, and, and it's and it's implied that she's from the same like all Hamon masters are from the same sort of lineage. Right. So like like sort of like they all you know they all go back to the Hamon tribes, right? Right. Right. So. But she's also drawn like uh, a Patrick Nagel girl. I grew up in a house where my dad had one of his prints in his bedroom, and so I'm just like, oh right, the. Naked lady. Ladies. If you look up 
Patrick Nagel spelled like bagel with an N, you'll be like, oh, it's Lisa Lisa. Yeah. yeah. And you'll, like, I, mean, I did not know who that was. And I was like, oh, it's one, Lisa Lisa. One thing yeah. that you might know off the top of your head is if you uh, if you see those old school nail salon signs yeah. with, uh, yeah. with the woman's face on it, like that's in the style right. of a Patrick Nagel pinup. So yeah. it's kind of the same. But yeah, it's uh, it always, and especially in the opening credits of Battle Tendency, like her. Oh, right, where she's, where she's naked and, and, right. like, and like, the spinning and then her her face going but her to the whole side. like how pale she is yep and, and the like, blue her, eyes. her lips yeah, yeah. it's extremely it's very yeah. that and then the other really important thing about lisa lisa that we're just gonna spoil for you now is she's not a love interest she's correct. not here to be correct. a love interest yeah she is here to get shit done yeah correct. so <laughs> she's here to to beat the shit out of the boys until they yeah. Uh, perform yeah there is a love interest <sighs> caesar Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yes. 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 Right. There's a love interest, and there there's, will and there's, there's a sham marriage and a interest. And there's yeah, a beard. Exactly. That in, is not a true love interest. JoJo fashion. Yes. Yes. There's a beard. Uh, <laughs> but that's it. the love interest is Caesar. So. Yes. That's absolutely and true. And that becomes extra clear in this episode. Yeah. In the next episode. But yeah. So that's that's Lisa. Lisa. She's super great. And it's like Caesar even says he's like I love her like I would love my own mother. Don't like, disrespect her by calling her cute. Yeah. Joseph like, calls her cute, which I love because he's it's, like disrespect me by yeah. calling me well, cute. It's yeah. like, uh-huh. Well, it's also no, it's, like it's it such is. a parallel between that and when Joseph gets pissed at Caesar for um for hitting on those girls near the fountain. Like they yeah. just don't. Like, they don't, don't call want, girls yeah. cute. Yeah. God, look at me. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't pay attention to other people. They they work very hard. They're like, here's this woman character. She's going to have dialogue. She's going to have agency. And she's not here for that. Like, they she's just, they cut almost her off. a good female character. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> close. Like, we're not, like, we, for now she ev- is. Yeah, for now she is. Eventually, you'll you get actual yeah, There will characters. be issues. But, well, also, there will be issues with her. But, like, yeah. but. She's Araki's first attempt, and I think it's a valiant attempt. Yeah, but he's like, you can but see. But don't him. forget Ruth. Yeah, Ruth's uh, great. Ruth, okay, Ruth <laughs> literally does not get a name, and we yeah, had, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, no, we no, had no, to just, name that's her. That's just our headcanon. Yeah. That's, um, that's true. I mean, Ruth is a better character than Lisa Lisa. Yeah, like, but, yeah but Lisa Lisa is, is, the, is the first canon good yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. But it's interesting because you can see Araki being like, okay, so. He actually does an author's what, note about it. Um, oh, yeah. About the creation of his first actual woman character and how, like, it was really unusual for there to be, um, this is in the second Jojonium volume. Oh. Um, he talks about how at the time when he was writing this in like 89. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, there it was really unusual for there to be a woman character in shonen as a genre who like was something other than like stereotypically like feminine. He specifically was like generally in fighting anime, fighting manga, the like physical strength. I mean, we all know this, this myth that women are less physically strong than men, but let's just go with it for a second because we're talking about Iraqi in the 80s. It's fine. That's what he said. Um, so he was like, oh, there's like this thing where people worry about like women fighting in anime or manga because they're not as physically strong as men, but because her, she ha- is super powered, like I didn't have to worry about that. So I could just make her who she was and she would obviously like be stronger than everyone. Yeah. So then he was saying how like actually that idea about making people's strength not dependent on what they looked like was what made him think of stands. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That is really cool. Um, I have one more note before we get into it. One more style detail. Caesar in this episode is wearing suspenders but backwards so the there's the one strap in the front and the two straps are on the back and i have a dojin about this fact so good it's just it's such a weird random like john hughes 80s character like thing i don't know how it it, it sort of affects my suspension of disbelief get out (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, right. So Lisa Lisa throws our boys into a pit. Of well, lube. no, no. Oh. First, she puts a, a breathing oh, yeah. mask, oh, a muzzle. Yeah. Right. First, she muzzles Joseph, That's and like then her first Caesar thing. pushes his head down while he has a muzzle yep. on. I still, every time I watch this, and it has been at least ten times at this point, I forget. I'm like, I cannot believe Joseph fucking spends two episodes in a goddamn muzzle. Yeah. yeah. No, she puts it on like him because he's S&M too gear. He's too, yeah. He's too smart to just breathe. Like Jonathan does. Right. Yeah, he's smarter than his grandfather, his so he needs to actually learn. He stuff. needs to learn ham on breathing, but it it literally looks like a a, a puppy play mask. I'm sorry, I'm yeah, just gonna say it that. does. It does. Um, or for people who might is. not know what that, maybe like the Bane mask. No, you from... should just Google that. You should just <laughs> <laughs> just Google like some kind of like it, it just looks like an. Well, like who am a... I kidding? All of our listeners know what a puppy play mask <laughs> looks yeah. like. I mean, also like if you don't know what it looks like, look at what Joseph is wearing. If That's what it looks if like. If you're still listening to this podcast on episode like 15 or whatever, like you know what. No, a puppy no, play no mask but yeah, no. Like, watch so. the episode. That's what it looks like. Um, <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, no, it kind of it does look like a toned down Bane mask. Um, but, but cuter it, but it's, and but hornier. It's, yeah, well, it's like kind of ornate. It's yeah. like clearly pretty. Like, but Lisa Lisa clearly bought it at some kind of fetish shop. Like, there is yeah. nowhere else you would buy that kind of shit. I mean, it's like it, I mean, I think she probably got it on Ogre Street. Like the Ogre oh, no. Street. Well, because it's got the special. It has to have some kind of special respirator in it to regulate yeah. the breathing. Yeah, I don't right? know. I feel like she, she got it. No, guys, you don't think she had it made no. to order? No, I think she got it somewhere else. The way that sometimes you have, like, you know, in Texas they sell a lot of hand massagers. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like a like some kind of like what was it supposed to be for? Reg- yeah. Breathing right. regulating. Yeah, it's like a, it's like for you know oh, like for, for like like for like tuberculosis or something. Yeah. Right. right. Or like like an know, iron lung. Or right. Like for like you know coral viewing or something you know like <laughs> right yeah. like scuba gear yeah, yeah. But, like but they didn't have scuba you know but yeah, whatever scuba gear that that suffocates you if you don't breathe regularly yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, I just, i'm just like yeah but yeah i think it might have been draconian the, scuba gear wait maybe it was just another version of jim carrey's the mask lisa lisa is like we're gonna put this on you and if you say smoking you're gonna suffocate and die <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah so she kicks them both into a pool of lube literally a pool of, of oil like yeah. of warm oil and, and, it's, and it's unclear whether this is like vegetable oil or or like or like you know fuel oil it's definitely a clear oil it's not black oil because we see it because we see it dripping off their fingers right, but it could be a refined like ethanol or something true. Right? also or, or, this true. is my question if caesar is coated <laughs> in a fine layer of soap at all times like what is this doing in reaction to that oil that's a really good question. Oh. So is he like... Shouldn't he be able to break it down? She knocks them not only to a room full of lube, she knocks them into a room full of lube that is has a giant stone pillar in it. Marble pillar. Yeah. yeah. And not like giant, like like the size of a person, like giant, like the size it's of like a person. It's like 25 meters high or something. It's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa size. You know, it's like... It's the size tower. of like a giant bell tower. Yeah. And their job is to climb it. Um, just to train their hammock. Yeah, so they and, have and, to. But it's possible. But like, there's oil shooting down it. And okay, it's very detailed and in the manga very, as to it's how loopy and drippy. And there's a lot of shots of the oil leaking out of these holes. And at the they top. hold their fingers uh, up to show us like the oil dripping off their fingers. It's ba- basically it's lot. like it's it's oil wrestling time. But, but it's also like it's oily pillar climbing. Time. Yeah, it's yeah. even more so in the manga. It is explained. This pillar, it is 24 meters tall with a circumference of 7.2 meters. It is made of meticulously polished marble. 
Oil is sent flowing down the pillar from its peak, covering it from all sides. From, it's, its, from the tip. Uh-huh. It's the largest dildo in the world. Yeah. The oil is in perpetual motion. As it comes down, a tidal effect pushes it back up, only for it to come down once again. Wow. <laughs> I it fucking is a told self, you. It's a giant stone self-lubricating dildo. Yep. Like, literally, that's what it is. So she pushes them into a pool at the bottom of it that's full of oil and is like, you now have to climb up this oily pillar. Yeah. Or you die. Like, you just die in here. Um, Yeah, she's like, or or you starve to death, and that's it in the end. So basically, while Caesar immediately gets to climbing, Joseph just stands down there and gets shirt-burstingly mad Mm -hmm. again. But this time, he uses his shirt to effect. He he tries to turn it into, like... A rope. The thing that, like, like the thing that Mulan does, where she climbs up the thing with the two things, but it doesn't work because Lisa Lisa immediately throws a knife down and and cuts. She's just like, nope, you got to use ham on or nothing. Uh, The pillar only accepts Hammond. The pillar by the pillar by the pillar, she means her. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. she, she keeps being like, no. It's the pillar, and I'm like, it's you. Yeah, bitch. You just threw a knife. You're sorting. You're you're making the rules, and that's fine. Just own it. But yeah, so basically, eventually, they they both climb up. Joseph takes what three days to? Or, no, well, they a take. Day. Yeah, it it's like sixty something out. No, but yeah. it takes him a day to learn how to like climb with how his to finger. start climbing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, because Caesar he does has a flashback to Caesar explaining to him that. Uh, the smaller the hole, the faster the liquid comes out of it. Yeah. I cannot believe this. <laughs> like a squirt gun. Yeah, like Elizabeth. a squirt like gun. Like a squirt just gun. Like and, and so you can't just use your whole palm. You have to start with the fingertips. Like, it's, seriously, it's just, yeah. It's really nonstop. It, Caesar's really worried about Joseph. Yeah. Um, because he's like, if he doesn't, he might just starve to death. Like, yeah. Lisa Lisa's not going to help fall him. down and then die. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Caesar finally gets his ass up there by... Well, he he gets like nineteen feet up or nineteen meters. Well, up. then Joseph and then Joseph fucks somehow up. manages to get up to one meter shorter than him, and then they realize that the pillar is like ta- it's, it's is tapered, tapered for it's for flared their, out. Yeah, it's flared <laughs> the for head their flares for out. their safety. Um, <laughs> and so it gets and, even harder because they're like yeah. climbing under an overhang. Yeah. And then Joseph uh, finds a crack. Yep, he puts his fingers in a crack. That's, I mean, this is like, I'm sorry, there's no other way to put it. These things happen. Yeah, no, so it's he like, finds it's, a crack. He's like, so a crack weird. that yeah. fits my fingers, exactly. And he's like, I'm going to try and rest my hand here, but then it like triggers the, top, the top of the pillar starts sh- it's <laughs> shooting oil out horizontally at a very high rate. Yeah. At a, at a high enough pressure like, that it can like cut something. Yeah. It's ejaculating yeah. too fast. Yeah, like we can't, like this, yeah, it's too... <laughs> The jizz is too powerful. And so, so Caesar, <laughs> Caesar has enough skill to like make it past. But then he's like seriously worried about. Yeah, he's like Joseph, Joseph is can't you like Caesar uses two different types of Hammond somehow like dubious science whatever. I mean, all, you know, it's yeah, Hammond. he gets to the top. Joseph is still under the thing, and he's like to Lisa Lisa. He he's gets like, down on his knees he starts and yeah. begging. Yeah, he's like, please. Like Joseph is about to do some kind of do or die thing because he's that's the kind of person he is. Just turn it Just off. like let let you know let him come up. Like he's gonna die. Blah, blah blah. And then of course it flashes right to Joseph being like, time to do some kind of do or die thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep. But like Joseph like skates out from under it. plot. He plots his way out. He, yeah. and Joseph he's does fine. his usual thing where he's extraordinarily clever. Yeah, he gleams the cube. He's fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, and the, but he's like he's super tired, and so like just as he's about to fall, Caesar grabs him and catches him, and he's like, "Lisa, Lisa, I hope you don't mind that I 
I did this. And she's like, that's fine, but aren't you exhausted too? And they're like, ah. And there's this great little, like, I love it. like 10 seconds and 13 don't drop me's yeah. later. <laughs> um, like, I was like, I, please show me those 10 yeah. seconds. Like, also, so there's, actually, there's actually a lot in this episode that happens, the narrator describes, but you don't see mm. happens. Uh, but I Probably because they it, were so tight on time. Right. Although, like, I was kind of interested to find out that the montage at the end yes. is also a montage yeah. in the in the manga. Yes. And I have thoughts about that when we get to yeah. um, The other thing is that Caesar explains to Joseph while he's holding his hand uh, that he wasn't actually mad at him earlier. Yeah, for, like, for, triggering the huge oil thing. He's like, which is Because Joseph worried. Was, was worried, which is really cute. Yeah, like, I actually really like their communication with each other. They're really on the same page. And so, yeah, and then at the very end, Lisa Lisa's like, here are my henchmen, Loggins and Messina. I love that their names are Loggins and Messina. So it's it's Kenny Loggins and... Jim Messina. Jim Messina. See, well, see, it's got a name like Jim. You got to have a name like Kenny. Yeah. Um, so Kenny Loggins and Jim Messina were this incredibly tight and very successful songwriting duo in... in yeah, the- I mean, it's 70s yacht rock. Yeah, yeah, yacht rock is essentially the the genre. And then they they had this huge emotional breakup, and then Kenny Loggins went on to become Kenny Loggins, and Jim Messina went on to become be- the guy who worked with Kenny Loggins. Back yeah, in the day. yeah, became, went on to become the kind of guy that I forgot his first name. This this entire uh, Jim Messina is clearly the. Uh, Logins of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just sitting. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, but I, so I would say that like, if you if you're interested in seeing and learning more roughly about how this whole thing played out emotionally, you should you should watch the completely true documentary series Yacht Rock on YouTube, which is um, I don't know. It, it's not like parts of it are very problematic, but parts of it are very funny. Weird that we would like something that is somewhat problematic and funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. So then we have this training montage um, because we know that Joseph has 33 days total. And at this point, it's been a few days. So it's like he basically has 30 days left um, on his wedding rings of death that are inside of him. And he needs to learn how to do Hammond in a way that is more refined than his shitty, untrained Hammond usage. So we see him get trained and... Uh, and we don't actually get to hang out with him and Caesar while they're living together on Air Supply Island. And this has always infuriated me because it's just, uh, it's just like that would be so, like, it's such a good, like, slice of life. Like, I just want to know, like, like, do they have breakfast together? Like, like how, you know, where, how close are their rooms to each other? Like, these are important questions. Do they have the same room? Right. With just double beds? Right. Right. Do they have one bed? Fortunately, we get all these answers. Yes. So, <laughs> so this is so as as you may know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the prequel to uh, the vastly superior piece of work, uh, Steel Ball Run. Well, I mean that's part of JoJo's. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Shut <laughs> up. But the Steel seventh ball run the seventh is, arc of yeah. Steel Ball Run, it is like a timeline reset. Yeah. Um, and the and so Steel Ball Run is kind of a combination of the the JoJo and the Zapelli characters from arcs one and two. And it does exactly what I wanted, which is we see this super long period of time during which the Jojo and the Zapelli in question, like, hang out together and learn stuff and have downtime and, like, sleep together and, like, yeah. make up songs. Right. And, yeah. And like, you do get to see, yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're, they're staying in a hotel and there's one bed. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, like, he, you know, they make, co- like, one of them makes the other one coffee in the morning. And they, they, they and develop, like, inside jokes with each other. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, I, so I just want it to be on the record 
even though it already is because I've tweeted this like a million times. But <laughs> Steel Ball Run is basically Battle Tendency fan fiction. And I really think that Araki like felt bad, like felt uh, like a sense of guilt towards his characters, like that he didn't get to give them this gift of like all this like character development and downtime. So I think that like he is like atoning well, with he, Steel Ball Run. I, I think he definitely learned how to start giving characters those things because I mean, it shows yeah. up in later arcs. I mean, starting even with the next arc. Yeah. Like, you, I can tell you the sandwich preferences of characters in every other arc. <laughs> That's true. Even Phantom Blood. So so we so we, we have this training montage. It kind of, like, <laughs> elides the whole... I mean, it's just it's it's a really quick shortcut. Yeah. It's but a it's way for a, him to not have to spend three weeks of storytelling time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Araki didn't really know what he was doing. I do yeah. want to point out that the montage happens in the manga as well. Yes. As yeah. So, it's, so yep. it's not like it was cut. For the, for oh the, yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely like Araki didn't really know how to do. Well, that. and it's like he—I don't think he knew what was interesting really about <laughs> right. the story. Like yeah. he really he may also to have been get... on deadline or something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. They but could have given like... him a set number of right. I mean, issues. he was—he wasn't like he wasn't like famous Araki back then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but it's like it's so weird because when you again when you look at the fullness of like what got time and what didn't, it's like we had to spend all that time with fucking Stroheim and now here we have to like rush through training with Caesar. But, but, yeah. but rushing to a Pillar Man yes. is like, I can understand wanting yeah. to do that yeah. because exactly. the Pillar Men are great. All right, well, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, so concludes um, one of the horniest episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us during it. Yeah. Um, may, may all your pillars be nicely oiled. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and OpenSignal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Caesar would leave for Joseph.